The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and this show is part of an ongoing series of shows that I'm doing on emotions and why they're important, why we have to be aware of them, what they do to us, and how we can deal with them in a healthy and positive way. A lot of people I know just go through life subject to their emotions, and they're basically their emotions control their life. They can't control their anger. They can't control their uh, shame. They can't control their grief. And today's show is on grief and what it is and how we can deal with it. You know, it's really important for our well-being that we try to stay in a status of neutrality and peace, of calmness, of loving kindness, because that way we're healthier, we're enjoying our life, and we're happy. But when we are subject to emotions, which a lot of people refer to as negative emotions, and the reason they are referred to as negative emotions is because they actually can harm us if we are, don't deal with them in a healthy way. There's plenty of research out there that shows that certain diseases or certain illnesses or just general body deterioration happens when the negative emotions control our life. I know that uh, I certainly grew up with people who uh, what were what we would call rageaholics, and they were angry all of the time, and it wears you out. It you know makes life miserable to be around these people, and certainly they can't be having too much fun either. So we had a show earlier in the year or last year, with a grief expert, Audrey Pelicano. And if if you had a chance to listen to that, uh, I know you got a lot of benefit from it. But if you didn't have a chance to uh, listen to it, I highly recommend that you go back into the archives and, look, and re-listen to that show if you're having to deal with grief or if you know someone that is dealing with grief. Uh, she gave a lot of helpful tips and practices and uh, a lot of helpful advice on how to deal with grief. I wanted to do this show in the context of the wider range of emotions that we've experienced. We've done uh, a show on mastering your emotions. We've done a show on shame and 
guilt, and now we're doing a show on grief. And it's really, really important to understand how grief comes up and what we can do to get to a healthy place. And like all emotions, uh, grief is the mind's attempt to deal with an event, a circumstance, or a condition that it doesn't uh, have a way of otherwise dealing with it. In other words, some events cause shame. Some events cause guilt. Some events cause grief. And, And usually the event that causes grief is the event which is a perceived loss. It can be a loss of a situation. It can be a loss of a relationship. It could be a a loss of a loved one. It could be loss of material things. It could be loss of a job, a pet, a friend. Anything that we perceive as loss can create a uh, condition of grief. And so the problem is that grief can be overwhelming. And it, oh, for heaven's sakes, there's somebody at the door. Can you stop? And the problem with grief is that sometimes it can be overwhelming for people, regardless of whether the grief stems from the loss of a loved one or a diagnosis or someone they love has has moved on out of their life. Uh, People can experience grief at the end of a relationship, such as divorce, uh, as well as a death. And so they may find themselves feeling numb and removed from daily life and and just generally unable to carry on with their their duties uh, as they're struggling with this sense of loss. And it's, you know, one thing to understand is that there's absolutely a natural sequence of events that happens when we perceive a loss. It's a natural reaction, and we shouldn't fight it. Uh, don't, we definitely don't want to suppress it. We don't want to deny it. Uh, we have to just let it run its course. Uh, it's a, both a universal and a personal experience, and individual experiences of grief vary and, and can be influenced by the nature of the loss. In other words, uh, it's something that can't be controlled. It has everything to do with uh, our backgrounds, our experiences, how much we were attached to the person or thing that's, that's left, and it can cause almost overwhelming emotional pain, uh, including maybe feeling sorry for uh, or feeling sorry for ourselves or feeling guilty about the loss. And somehow we did something to cause that loss. And so it, it can be detrimental. It can be unhealthy. But we have to go through it. It can last for days. It can last for months. Or it can last for even years. Uh, the experts say that there's no right way to grieve, and actually there's no way to anticipate exactly how feelings of sadness, anger, loss, and loneliness uh, will be dealt with. You know, Sometimes we will feel sad one minute, extremely angry the next. Some people describe it as a roller coaster, and even so, the roller coaster uh, may flatten out, but because something reminds us of the event or the loved one, 
these overwhelming emotions can come back, especially at anniversaries or in family events or other special occasions that remind us of the ones that we have lost. Uh, however, the good news is, is that people who have suffered grief do say that it will get better with time if we have the support of friends and loved ones and we deal with it in a healthy way. Now, the period and the process of grieving is, is determined by a number of different things. And I want to go through these with you because they do directly bear on how we experience the loss. The intensity and duration of the attachment or dependency on who or what is lost is, is very critical on what kind of grief we're going to experience. If, if we lose someone like a parent or a child that we've known and loved for years and years, that will probably be a devastating loss unless we have a healthy way to deal with it. Uh, if you depend on that person for all of your needs, that again will be a devastating loss because you're going to have to pick up and start fending for yourself. And that can be overwhelming for many people. Uh, another aspect of grief is the cultural belief system of the grieving party. And by that I mean that, you know, how do we perceive death? Is it something that is uh, the end of things or the beginning of things? Many cultures believe that if, you know, if souls are reincarnated, the death or loss of a loved one may not be quite as devastating if we believe that they are coming back or if we believe that they are in a good place. If we're uh, concerned about the well-being of the person that's left and we're, and we're afraid that they may be suffering, then the grief can be much harder. Uh, it also depends on how we feel about ourselves, and that that is the level of consciousness of the grieving party. In other words, if we have a high level of self-love, if we have a high level of self-confidence, if we have a high level of understanding that life goes on even though people don't, then it may not be as overwhelming and as, and as uh, disruptive as someone who does not have that level of awareness. And the biggest thing, I believe, is the ability of the grieving party to heal and move on. Uh, many times, people get stuck in their grieving, and, and that can be detrimental to our health as well, because emotions are, as has been said, are, is energy in motion. And when emotions get stuck, when we hang on to them, and we don't let it pass through our consciousness and, and we think, go back to thinking more positive thoughts and experiencing positive emotions, then uh, we're going to have a problem. And if we are, uh, feel like we're victimized, if we feel like uh, somehow it's unfair or unjust that someone has moved on, then again, we're going to stay stuck in that grieving mode and we're not going to be able to move through it. Uh, people who have a relationship and 
they totally disempower themselves in this relationship are going to have a hard time with their grief. You know, if one of the things that that's healthy is to have a strong sense of self and that we don't depend on somebody else to make us happy, then we can get through the uh, problems and you know, ups and downs of the grief period without uh, a great deal of trouble. But if we are totally uh, dependent on someone, if we are define ourselves by the person that we are, quote, in love with, end quote, or someone we love or someone that we need, then this the grief process can be very difficult. These, the, the problem with grief is that it brings on certain physical symptoms, and they can really be uh, unhealthy for us. It, it, uh, we have to allow the grief to pass through, however that may take, uh, whatever uh, action that takes, whether we cry, we greet, you know, we sob, uh, we let the tears run, and we allow the process to go through without trying to hold on to the fact that somehow we are, uh, life is unfair and we are victims. But these physical symptoms include fatigue, uh, insomnia, aches and pains, stomach pain and digestive imbalance, uh, back pains. Sometimes people have trouble breathing. They have heart palpitations. They have panic attacks, anxiety, stress, or uh, even withdrawal. They isolate. And uh, when people feel like the world is against them because they've lost someone very precious or something very precious to them, and they start isolating, uh, the grief will become just that much more intensified. So the nature of the relationship that we had with whatever was lost uh, can be crucial to how the grieving process proceeds. If we understand that... uh, we don't have to depend on anybody for our happiness. And we've gone over this many times on this show because happiness is something that comes from inside ourself and is something that we can access if we focus on it. But generally during the grieving process, there's a, there's a letting go process, a letting go of the attachment to the person that we've uh, lost or the relationship that we've lost or the job that we've lost or whatever it is that we've lost. And we have to be aware of the fact that when we don't let go of that, if all we can do is think about that person, uh, um, then the grieving is going to be that much more difficult. Now, if you're helping somebody, if you're talking to somebody that's going through a hard grieving process, then it's important to let them talk about their experience and don't talk about yours. It's not helpful if you've experienced a loss to share that with the person who is experiencing their loss because uh, really they don't want to hear about it. They are going through their grieving process and you have to let them vent. You have to let them talk about what it is that they're going through, and allow them to process that emotion. 
It won't make that person feel any better just to compound the loss by hearing about your loss. That, I know, is a natural thing to want to do to uh, let them know that they're not the only one that's had to go through this. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's not helpful. Now, one thing we've talked about a lot on this show is self-awareness and self-love and a connection to the divine and, and trust and faith in the divine universe. If someone uh, who has lost something or someone is highly evolved and they have a high sense of self-awareness and self-love, then the death or loss of someone may not be as devastating as someone who is not what we call highly evolved. Some people who are not able to detach from the relationship or people who are addicted to the relationships uh, will definitely experience a much more devastating grieving process. But that's what uh, we want to do with uh, Get Real Radio is to help people uh, rise to a level of awareness and and self-love and to recognize their divinity so that when the things like loss occurs in their life, they will be able to handle it with dignity and grace and love and kindness and gentleness like they handle everything else. Um, this is really important to uh, help uh, not only your own grieving, for, but if you are you know, if you have these attributes, if you have these skills, if you are highly evolved, then you can help people who are not as highly evolved and explain to them uh, concepts like, you know, that, that this is not the end of the world, that, that, you know, we have to look at this, the loss, as a growth process. You know, nothing happens to us that isn't for our growth process. And when we can look at things from a positive uh, viewpoint rather than a negative viewpoint, then we can process the emotions much more quicker and quickly. So one thing that I believe that when we lose somebody to death, uh, or as I call it, graduating to another life, then it's not as devastating as someone who believes that death is the end of everything and that that person is, there's nothing left of that person. At least that's my experience. Uh, people who understand that their happiness is not dependent on other people are generally seem to be able to deal with the grieving process much easier. Um, and we definitely are going to get into some suggestions and some strategies and tools uh, to go through the uh, grieving process in just a minute. But it's important to understand that we have a choice in the grieving process, that we are not uh, victims, we are not doomed to a terrible life if we lose somebody we love. We, there is a process if we know that and we uh, concentrate on going through this process, then it can be a learning experience and it can be a, a 
positive experience, even though we may have lost something that we dearly loved. Uh, My mother died uh, several years ago, and the one thing that was very interesting to me is the different reactions in my family uh, to her death. And the thing that I noticed was is that the people who were closest to her uh, were not as greatly affected as the people who weren't so close to her. And the, what I concluded from that is that, uh, first of all, she had been through a long illness, and she had been suffering a great deal. And for her to not suffer anymore was a great blessing in our eyes because we, you know, most people who love people that they uh, are losing understand that it can be painful, it can, and there is great suffering. So when she finally graduated, uh, it was a relief. And so that, you know, you don't have to go through a long and difficult grieving process depending on how you view it. And so that is something that a lot of philosophers and a lot of psychologists and certainly Eastern gurus and and Buddhists will tell you that the more detached you are, the more objective you can be about the dying process or the loss itself, then the uh, easier time you're going to have of dealing with life afterwards. You know, and I, and I want to make sure that everybody understands that the same thing applies to uh, the loss of not only the loss of a loved one, but a divorce, a loss of a relationship, a loss of a uh, you know job, or you know a lot of people uh, report uh, various emotional reactions to uh, even having their home burglarized, and they go through a whole grieving process with that. So when we can look at things from a detached viewpoint. It's, it's almost like we're looking at uh, something from a different perspective. In other words, we, we detach from the situation and look for what we can learn from it. Now, that's a very highly evolved place to be, and not very many people are able to do that, especially if it's a parent or a, a spouse that has left or we've lost. And, you know, it can, we really oftentimes feel devastated. We feel uh, destroyed when we lose something like that. But if we can get to a place where we are uh, looking almost down on the situation, we rise above the situation and look at it from a higher viewpoint, both metaphorically and physically, uh, sometimes the pain... Uh, isn't as intense. And we can start to look for ways to empower ourselves. We can look for ways to um, be guided, look for friends or therapists that can help us through this uh, process. And so it can be a positive rather than a negative experience. So when we uh, come back from the break, I'll be giving you some suggestions, I'll be giving you uh, meditation, I'll be giving you some techniques that you can use uh, to help others or to help yourself through the grieving 
process. So stay tuned. This is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking about the emotion of grief. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. He'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You 
are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. And we're talking today about dealing with grief. And uh, the first part of the show, I was talking about what grief is and where uh, some uh, technical aspects of grief, how, you know, why it's so hard on us and why sometimes it's so hard to deal with. But this segment, I want to give you some practical advice and practical suggestions on how to uh, get through the grieving process. Um, I certainly have had my share of loss. I've been divorced twice. I've watched my youngest son uh, go through ICU uh, intensive care for drug overdoses repeatedly, and he was almost died several times. And also, I lost my mother several years ago. So each one of those experiences was tremendously profound and evoked emotions of grief. But I believe that if we all understand certain principles of the way life is and and what the uh, loss truly is, then we can have an easier time and the experience of loss does not have to be uh, devastating. Now one the most important aspects uh, of grief is to understand that many times it comes from a subconscious belief that we are not enough or that we are unlovable. And what I mean by that is that when we lose somebody and we feel like our life is devastated or our life has come to an end as we know it, uh, that is generally because we have fear of the future and we don't know what's going to happen to us, and so that just exacerbates the grieving process because we are afraid, and that's that's a natural fear because we don't know what's going to happen in the future, especially when we depended on people uh, who now have, have gone. And so many times when we lose someone through death, divorce, separation, uh, our minds experience grief to cope with what uh, may be a traumatic change of life. So one of the things that we can do to basically change our focus off of the what has happened to us is to think about other things. And one great exercise or practice for dealing with grief is to focus on being grateful for the person or the thing that we have lost. Now, having been a divorce lawyer and having been divorced before, I know many times that is a hard thing to do because when we feel betrayed or rejected or abandoned by someone, it's really, really hard to feel grateful for that person. But this is a gratitude is a much more positive emotion uh, and it helps raise our vibration, as some people might say. It helps raise our mood. It helps raise the way we feel. Uh, from being something uh, as negative as a victim or victimhood. And it empowers us to understand that we are not victims. In other words, uh, if we can find gratitude for the person that we have lost 
and remember the good things about that person, then we can avoid feelings of self-pity, uh, which can be quite unhealthy, and we can avoid feeling like our, something bad has happened to us. Um, so many times when we're dealing with grief, that's been uh, you know, even made even worse because it, it, it combines with fear. Uh, you know, being grateful can actually erase those uh, feelings and emotions and bring us to a much higher state, a much more uh, healthy state. Uh, researches show that people who praise those who they have lost recover quicker than those who focus on being a victim. Uh, this is good advice. Uh, also, if you are trying to be supportive of someone who has lost someone or is going through a grieving process, to remind them of the good things about the person that they have lost or the job that they have lost or whatever it is that they have lost. We should never criticize anyone who has lost because all that does is make the person who is grieving feel worse. And, and that's exactly the opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to help them feel better. And so always remember to be uh, supportive, be positive, uh, remember the great things, focus on the positive things about that person or that relationship. And so the person that is grieving can actually ex uh, experience the more positive things. You know, when I went through my divorces, uh, I can tell you that I was especially sensitive to how people felt about me and what the uh, how people perceived me. And I thought people would make judgments about me because I'd, my marriages were failed. Uh, I was in a religion that was especially judgmental about people who got divorced. And I had to deal with feelings that not only had I failed, but somehow I had failed God as well. And when people are feeling that they are failed, they have failed in some way because they've lost someone or a relationship, I can tell you from personal experience that makes the grieving process that much harder. So one of the things that is really important in going through a, a situation where you are feeling like a failure or you're feeling like a victim is to surround yourself that are with people who are positive and are supportive and can help uh, remind me to uh, be uplifting and, and to think of the positive aspects of the situation rather than focus on what's wrong with it. The problem I find with guilt, definitely when I'm feeling guilty, is that you know I just feel so lost. And I, I don't know, especially when I'm trying to understand what am I supposed to do next now that I've lost this loved one or I've lost this job or I've lost... Uh, this marriage, uh, how, how in the world am I supposed to deal with that? And that's where supportive friends and therapy and uh, uplifting people can help us go through the minefield because uh, we definitely need to understand that, that life is something that we are here to enjoy and life and death is part of the process. Uh, are, and people grow, they change, people grow apart. 
and change or relationships change. I, I think that in the United States, I think the figure is something like 50% or more of all marriages end in divorce. So it's always a reality that a relationship will end. There's always a relationship, uh, there's always a reality that a uh, someone will graduate from this lifetime. And so when we feel upset about that, when that happens to us, it's really important that we focus on positive things, that we, uh, that we think that we're strong enough to carry on and we're strong enough to make a positive um, uh, conclusion to this. You know, one of the things that I said a minute before is that it's perfectly okay to feel like you don't know what to do. It's perfectly okay to be confused. It's perfectly okay and natural not to know what's going to happen next because we don't know whether the future is um, changing in our favor. Uh, we fear that something terrible is going to happen, but if we have confidence and we have belief and trust in the universe that it's provided for us so far and it's going to provide for us in the future, then we can get through the grieving process that much longer. You know, many times people leave us because someone better is coming into our life. And so it's not always a bad thing when we lose someone or uh, we lose a relationship or we lose a job. Uh, many times people talk about the fact that the loss of a loved one or the loss of a relationship is, could have been the best thing that ever happened because they worked through it and they learned how strong they actually were and they had, they had talents and, and abilities that they didn't even know because of the fact that they had to uh, basically be strong and courageous and believe in themselves after their loss. Uh, one thing that we definitely need to do when we master our emotions, whatever the emotion is, is to allow it to get, flow through us and not hold on to it. When we remember the people that we've lost uh, fondly and with gratitude, um, it makes the process so much more easy. And I can, I can tell you that going through my divorces that until I started being grateful for that experience and being grateful for everything in that marriage that I came to some peace with it. But as long as I was blaming the other person, I was blaming my circumstances, I was blaming something outside of myself for that loss, I was miserable. And so uh, one of the things that uh, is very, very important to understand is that we grieve because we feel like we've lost something. There's a void there. And so find something to fill that loss. You know, go to find support groups. Go find therapy. Uh, we need social contact and experiences. Go join a group. Find something you can create with your talents and your wisdom. Uh, go talk to people who uh, are maybe going through the same thing. And lift them up because one, you can either be devastated by your loss or you can be an inspiration for others. And never, ever give up on yourself. 
and always look for ways to contribute for those who are in greater need. This is probably one of the most uh, fundamental aspects of mental health and well-being is when we help other people, we start to feel better about ourselves, we raise our self-worth, we understand that um, life goes on, and we aren't uh, such failures. So let me give you a couple of other tips that will help you go through the grieving process. First of all, it's very, very important to remember to breathe. Uh, When you find yourself uh, stressed out or anxious or going through a panic attack, it's really important that you breathe deep and regularly. Inhale to the count of four, pause for the count of four, exhale for the count of four, pause for the count of four. And inhale in the count of four, pause to the count of four, and do this over and over again until you are able to calm down. Uh, Consciously breathing, thinking about your breathing is one of the most fundamental uh, yogi and um, Eastern uh, ways of getting your body back into balance. A lot of times when we're breathing and we were feeling threatened, we take short breaths that don't allow ourselves to relax. And so by breathing deeply and regularly, it allows ourselves to relax and we can start thinking consciously again. Another tip is to move. Go for a walk. Put on a record or your iPod and dance around the room. It's amazing how much your spirits will be uh, raised, how your energy level will be raised, and how your mood will be raised. If you do something as simple as getting into a room by yourself and dancing to music that is uplifting. Go ride a bike. Uh, If you're athletic, go run or play tennis or do anything that gets you outside, gets your blood flowing, and gets you start sweating. These create wonderful endorphins and enzymes that help our bodies feel better and help you feel better about yourself. So if you can start moving, no matter what form that movement is, you will start feeling better. The next tip is do something that makes you happy. Whatever you love doing, go do that. If it's a hobby, you know, maybe you haven't had a chance to do that hobby in a while because you've been so focused on, the lo- on your loss. Well, go, go back and do that hobby again. Whether it's collecting something or uh, communal events or helping people at a homeless shelter, whatever makes you happy, go do that because make, you have to make time for fun. You have to remember what it's like to have uh, happiness in your life. And it's critical for the grieving process to remember uh, that you're not stuck in this grief. You can do something about it. And, you know, by moving and doing things that make you happy and breathing deeply, you can definitely change the way you feel. And then if you're around people who make you feel bad, who make you feel guilty or make you feel depressed, please find somebody else to hang out with. 
Find positive role models. Find mentors or teachers who inspire you. Do some research and read a helpful book. Uh, you don't, you're not stuck with people that are reminding you how terrible life is. You can do something about it. And then, as I've said before, be grateful. The fact that you're still alive is a huge, huge gift. And it may not be uh, the way you want it, but practically speaking, you know, if you're not grateful for being alive, your life is harder. And we have to be grateful for those who are in our life and what um, have to be grateful for uh, being in their life because the attitude of gratitude really helps to shift your perspective. Now, uh, make a gratitude list. And this can be a short list, it can be a long list. Whatever you are feeling grateful for or can feel grateful for, if you make a list uh, about, the, about your situation, about the people in your life, about what's positive that's going on in your life, uh, and, and assign gratitude to that, you will be able to get through the grieving process much easier. So let me do a quick meditation for you that uh, only takes a couple of minutes. And if, you're, and if you're struggling with grieving, you know, you can listen to this over and over and over again. So sit comfortably and breathe deeply. Breathe in to the count of four. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath and pause for the count of four. Two, three, four. Exhale to the count of four. One, two, three, four. And pause for the count of four. Two, three, four, and then inhale again, and continue this process while you listen to my voice. Imagine that you are in a movie theater. There's a big screen in front of you. There's only one chair in this movie theater, and you are sitting in it. Look at the walls and notice whether they are painted or wallpapered. Notice the molding and the lights, are they ornate or plain? What kind of chair are you sitting in? Is it a recliner, stuffed chair, or is it an uncomfortable wooden chair? Notice all of the details of the movie theater that you can. As you look up onto the screen, you notice that there's a movie playing, and it's called my life. It is showing your life in detail, especially the events that you may be grieving. Notice the person on the screen that is you. And also notice that you are sitting in the chair watching the movie. But you notice that it is just a movie, just a story. And this shows the dreamlike quality of life. 
Life is made of the stuff called dreams. A dream can be beautiful or it can be a nightmare. It can disappear by the smallest noise or even the smallest change of your awareness. And as you are walking, watching this movie, notice that you're not asking why. Imagine that as you experience the loss in, on the movie screen, that in this movie something beautiful is happening and everything will be good again. Someone will come into your life or you will help other people get through similar experiences. Everything you have learned will help someone else. And as you watch this movie, you understand that this experience is a great learning process. You control the plot, you control the ending. You can have a happy ending if you wish. Trust in the divine, have faith in the universe that you will always have what you need. As you watch the movie, you notice that you are the director, you are the cinematographer, and you are projecting on that screen the way your life will unfold. Know that someone and something new is coming. And we do not have to be afraid. Our life is just a movie being played in our minds. We only believe that we are in the movie. However, if we can learn the lesson that nothing belongs to us and everything changes, we can experience greater things and greater peace in life. And this is how every movie can end. So imagine you're watching a movie where and the end of this movie 
is you are calm, you are confident, you are strong, you are peaceful, you are worthy, and you are very excited at which the what the future will bring. Know that it is in your best benefit and best interest that you have gone through this experience so that you can grow. So you can find happiness. So that you can find peace once you've gone through this process. So take a deep breath, wiggle your fingers and toes, come back into your body, and understand that this too shall pass. You will be happy again. It is totally in your control. And it may be that one day you will be an inspiration and guide for someone who is going through what you are going through. And that will make the process so worthwhile. This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we have been talking about grief. Thank you for joining me, and we look forward to working with other emotions in the weeks to come. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.